Welcome to the Gangster of Consciousness. My name is Catherine McIntosh, rebel, entrepreneur, mom, global, access consciousness certified facilitator, body intuitive, and founder of the No Judgment Diet, bringing you conversations to inspire you to follow your knowing and be the rebel by listening to your gut despite what anyone else might say. This is about being willing to go against the norm to create magnificence in every area of your life. Genius was not created by following the rules. Hi, my friends. Welcome to this episode of this podcast. This is a special podcast because it was taken from a live class that I did online. It's a monthly membership called Bloom. And thank you to Carolina Bruzzi and all of the other participants in this membership that made this conversation possible. It was so good. We couldn't not share. So please listen to the conversation. Please enjoy the conversation conversation because OMG. And if you want to join us for conversations like these every month, you're invited to join us for Bloom membership. Uh, You can check it out in the comments in the link. The link will be in the comments. So enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the episode. Um, Strap on your seatbelts because this conversation was a game changer. All right, magical friends that aren't here. <laughs> That's right. And the one that is, you get a private Bloom monthly membership. Um, so I actually, I think we should maybe have a conversation if you're up for it about just interesting point of view and yes. and all that stuff. And then if there's anything you want to ask, you can ask. I mean, it, it's recorded. It's you, You're the only one on. So whatever you say will go out in the membership. <laughs> so if you don't care about that, we can we can go anywhere. Um, but before we start recording, we just started talking about interesting point of view. And it's like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You change your point of view, everything can come. It's not, it's not about working hard. It's not about like clearing problems. It's not, it's literally like, if I think it's possible, it shows up and it's, it's like instantaneous. There was a woman who's, who was on the year long energy pull series that I did. And, and she was like, oh my God, I keep pulling in energy and my son keeps manifesting exactly what I'm asking for. And her son's like, you know, forties and like successful professional. And she's like, he, everything I'm, I'm like, so you're still manifesting it. It's just coming through him you're still getting exactly what you're asking for. And she's like, it's so crazy. Cause sometimes we need someone else to Mm -hmm. reflect for us. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So I wonder what, so one of the things with don't die, be happy that I was really looking at yet with yesterday, it was like, you know, okay. One of, what are the points of views that we current, like, that I currently have in my current state with my body. But then when I looked at the the questions of what are the points of views I'd like to have, mm-hmm. never considered that I could start asking for a new point of view. Does that make sense? Like I've always been looking yes. at how do I change my existing point of view? Right. 
but never how do I actually, what point of view do I actually want to have? And not that we want points of views, but we want the energy of a possibility, right? Right. Um, it kind of came up with me in the past month that I spent so much time trying to fix and remove energies thinking that that's the answer. And I'm now refocusing on how do I just let that be? And how do I just focus on what I want to create? Um, I was doing the, your homework while waiting. Um, and one of the things is, one of my asks is I want to start creating from today instead of the past. Yeah. And if I were able to, to get there, or the closer I get to there, the less I have to worry about the points of view of the past. Yeah, because I mean, most of us changing a point of view is going into the past. Right. And when you go into the past, you bring the past into the present and the future. Right. So it's like, because, because in order to even look at your points of views, you have to look behind, right? Okay. Not that's why, that's why when I asked the question the way I did yesterday, which is what are the points of views you have about your body in its current state, like today, this moment in time right now, not how have I thought about my body for the last 20 years, because ultimately it's irrelevant. Right. And and what's crazy is, is that it's irrelevant because it's changed. But if you're looking at it from the past, the body will create itself from the past point of view that you're trying right. to change. I wonder, like, cause I look at that with money and business and success and finances, you know, I'm always like, I know I'm close. I know I'm close to the you know, million dollar business. I know I'm close to like all of that. And, and it's so funny because when I look at money, it's always like, one, what, what can I create? But also like, is there something I need to change? Instead of, mm -hmm. is there something different present day state I could choose? Mm -hmm. which, is, which is totally different. So I wonder, wow, I wonder what points of views we can actually start asking for. And like I say that it's not super light because you want to ultimately be interesting point of view, but it's like, like to have the point of view of anything is possible. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's a pretty good place to operate from, to have the point of view that money comes easy <laughs> is mm -hmm. probably a good point of view to have. So yeah, I wonder, like, because there is this thing of just be interesting point of view, but what are the points of views that actually would open up the door to now and the future? Like the point of view of knowing the universe has our back with yeah. everything. Well, and that our bodies have our backs. That, yeah. I mean, that for me is a really big one to know that my body has my back because I think... I've always thought like, oh, well, if I, if I eat too much, it'll do so. Or if I, if I don't pay attention to it, or if I'm not like, and that's actually not true at all. It's only true if I have the point of view that it's true, if that makes any sense. It does. It does. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think when you asked um, what, what points of view do you want with your body? I, I, it took me down a trail where I was like, okay, well, I chose this body. And if I chose this body, it's the best body of all bodies for me. So obviously I could create whatever I want with it and kind of talking myself down that road, even though it did add points of view, much better points of view. And they were very light. It's so, it, it is, it's like, oh my gosh, if I like, yeah, you can change your point of view at it. Like what points of views do I actually want to have? We don't ever ask that question. No. Always looking at what do I need to change? So, right. if like, you know, it's like, if you have the point of view of, or if you want to have the point of view of like, oh my God, my body is amazing. It's so sexy. It contributes energy and creates more money for me every day. We don't ask for that. Instead, we're like, how do we get money? How do we do this? How do we lose weight? Rather than this is my point of view about my body. Yeah. Um, I also had an awareness that the construct of time was set up to like mess with us about bodies a little bit. Like I will look back at a picture of 10 or 15 years ago and say, oh my God, I was in such great shape. I looked so good. And at the time I was very, very critical. So not only do I make myself wrong for not being that, but I make myself wrong for criticizing. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy that we almost, we rarely appreciate what we have when we have it. I don't want that. Right. Right. Cause it's like, if you were, you're like, oh my God, I wish I could go back to 15 years ago. But imagine in 15 years, you're like, damn it. I wish I, I appreciated myself like now. Right. And that's, I mean, if we could open the door to changing anything, it's like changing the point of view of allowing yourself to have gratitude for everything. Like, I mean, I've been looking, Facebook memories come up all the time and I've been looking at like, oh my God, there I was in Dubai. Oh my God, there I was in Egypt. Oh my God, there I was in, you know, speaking to the governor of Bahrain. Oh my God, there I was in London with a hundred people in class. Oh my God. Like, and I'm like, wow, I never like, and now I've been, we've all, most of us have been homeward bound. Some people are traveling, but mostly been homeward bound for, I haven't been on a plane since October of 2019, which is probably in since you know 10 years ago the longest length of time i've gone without traveling and it's like yeah there's just this piece of like what would it be like to activate the energy of appreciation for what's happening now like the good the bad the ugly i had an experience the other day where where um, someone was saying something to me and my whole body just like went into like, I went into like fight or flight. And I got upset because I was like, oh, I don't want to respond with fight or flight. I want to just be present and open. And But like the reality is my body was like, Argh! and, and I, I went, instead of going into the wrongness, 
of the reaction, I realized that I was planting like a hundred seeds of what I want. Right? Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to respond this way. Oh, I want to surround myself with people who can have, you know, emotionally intelligent conversations with me. I want to surround myself with people who are good communicate. Like all of a sudden we, we tend to go into the wrongness of a reaction or a judgment or a, instead of, holy shit, I just planted a whole bunch of seeds. That's a great reaction. Right? So, you know, I was in this thing with this person and I was like, oh my God, I just planted like a hundred seeds. And, and instead of judging, like, I wish that they would have behaved differently because the, the, the reality is, is we can only look at ourselves. We want to change outside of us. And it's like, all you can do is change you. But it's not even changing your reaction. It's changing the what your judgment of your reaction. It's changing your point of view of your reaction. Oh wow, that's really good. (laughs) Right. Yep. Right, and that's I mean that's the gift of interesting point of view. You know, it's one of the foundational tools of access. It's like it's like if we really look at the times we get angry, the times we get frustrated, the times that maybe money isn't as abundant, the times where maybe our body doesn't feel as healthy or vibrant, the times where maybe we struggle with our parenting or whatever relationships we have. It's like what if those challenging moments were literally planting seeds of possibilities but we go into judgment because it's not showing up the way we expect right instead of what's the gift in this that's allowing me to plant a new seed for a different point of view that's a great insight so i wonder what points of views we could all start asking to have we're always asking to change right instead of asking to just have a different point of view (laughs) right because like so if you look at the energy of asking to go back to your body 15 years ago it's heavy right because you didn't appreciate it. You had a whole bunch of fucking judgments. You can look at it now and go, gosh, I wish I could have that. But the reality is if you had that, you'd have all the judgments, all the projections, all the density, all the not appreciating, right? Right. So, So instead of going back and going, oh man, I wish I had that body from 15 years ago, it's heavy. So it's like, wow, what point of view do I need to have now to have the energy of what I want? (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to like ask my body because it's not um, trying to get out of my head with this one. Okay, what... um, I mean, gratitude is coming up. If I appreciate it, like you said, if I appreciate what I have now, it will open a door for change. Yeah. 
Right. And because how, what do you think you need to change in order to appreciate you? Um, oh, I'm critical of so many things. I need to be in better shape. I need to be thinner. I need to do more, which is not even logical. I mean, not even energetically light, but my head's saying that one. Um, I need to eat healthier. I have all of those points of view. Exactly. Instead of just choosing the energy that would give your body what you think you need to do, instead of just choose the energy of it. I know it sounds really weird. And I'll, I might have to say it in a different way. But it's like, so you have like, oh, I need to change my body. I need to eat healthier. I need to like, whatever. It's like, could you choose the energies of that now that would start shifting your body? And some of those points of view, well, okay. Um, yes. Right. And so, but even the yes allows an energy of appreciation, allows an energy of like gratitude for what is now. Got allows it. for the change to show up because when we have a projection or an expectation of what needs to happen in order to start appreciating it's like punching a brick wall and expecting the bricks to fall you're going to break your freaking hand hi stacy by the way <laughs> glad you're here <laughs> we have a we have a mini wow so just ask for the energies that are beyond the points of view that I don't want to have. Say that again. Um, ask for the energies of the points of view I want to have beyond the points of view that I have. Yes. I like that. Yes, because if you can ask for the energy of having it, the only reason we're trying to look at the past is because we think we need to change the past in order to have the future but choose the energy of the future and the past changes. Change the energy of the past and the future changes, but, but oftentimes we get stuck in the energy of the past because it's denser, it's heavier, there's all those memories, there's all the triggers, there's all the, and so then we're like, we hope that, oh, if we get to the bottom of the, barrel of the triggers, then we can choose the future. But as you choose the future, it's why it's why I chose to facilitate the no judgment diet. And I didn't realize it. But as people stopped doing judgments, they started creating. And the more they focused on creating, the more their body changed. And so when you focus on creation, future, possibility, gratitude or appreciation for now, the past automatically changes and becomes less significant or less impactful. Right. Pretty cool, huh? Very cool. <laughs> so what energies 
of the future and of now could you be asking to have? And it's cool because even you doing that, like the molecules of the body begin to shift towards that. Mm -hmm. Right. But when we look at the past, what happens to the molecules in our body? Solidify. So I'm just spinning questions through my head now, like what would, what's the space of having the point of view that I have infinite choice, infinite possibilities, infinite gratitude. Yeah. It really does open a lot. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, if we all start shifting our perspective of like, what points of views do we actually want to have about everything, money, body, relationship, sex, like, you know, and, and I, like for me right now, I've been working on not being dependent on anyone else's energy for me to feel good. So like, you know, if I'm with Duke and Duke's having a bad day, where do I go? I meet him at his bad day and right. I try and take him out of his bad day. Or I'm like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Or I want to like fight against it. But if I can go, oh my gosh, interesting point of view, Duke's having a bad day. And I think I need to do something about it because hmm. his bad day isn't, isn't personal to me. It's just something he's moving through for himself. But we take, we take everything that happens around us so personally, and then we think we need to do something with it. So like we take our bodies and our bodies not being the energy we want so personal as if that's creating our bad day, but it's not the body's fault. It's your point of view of your body that's creating the bad day. Right. It's not the body that's creating the bad day. It's the point of view. So it's the point of view of your, you know, kid having a bad day and then it ruins your day. It's like, no, it's your point of view. Yep. So all the points of views that we can change today <laughs> to create and open the door to the future, to the possibilities and 
anything like that how do I say it? So anything that we've been taking personal, can we change the points of use? Yeah, that. Okay. Everything that doesn't allow it, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all night. So everywhere we're taking not enough money personally, everywhere we're taking body not being what we want it to be personally, everywhere we're taking somebody, you know, getting upset with us personally, like anything business personally. Like we take things personal and then we go down these crazy rabbit holes of points of views mm -hmm. instead of, oh, that's not my problem. What point of view about this would I like to have? Yeah. One thing that, one point of view I'd really like to have is that my reality is more important to me than other people's reality. Yeah. Because I've tried to change that many times and it's not changing. So I must not, I must not at some level. Well, what's your point of view about your reality? Like today, if you were to look at your reality in its current state, today don't go in the past what's your point of view about your current reality that it's it's defined and there's there's boundaries aha everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreative please yes Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what's your point of view about your current reality? It's dependent on others. Ah, so no wonder why you can't have your reality. Right. That is times a godzillion. We destroy and uncreate it, please. Yes. Whew, right, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pod, all nine shorts, boys. So what else is your current point of view about your reality? And actually, I have a question for you. So you said your current reality is dependent on others. Is that true or are other people's realities dependent on you? That, the, um, definitely the latter is more energy around that. Yeah. So if other people's realities are dependent on you, where do you fit in your reality? Yeah, it's I'm a lower priority. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. So everything that is and all the oaths, vows, commitments, communities, fealties, contracts that you've made, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Totally crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So if your reality is, or no, actually it's other people are dependent on you. Other people's, re it's actually other people's realities are dependent on you. Hmm. And you're in a ton of different other people's realities. So it's more challenging to find your reality, to choose your reality, to have your reality. Cause you're like, Oh, let me contribute to that reality and that reality and that reality and that reality and that reality. And then, you know, you didn't put your mask on first. <laughs> right. 
everything that it, by the way, it doesn't apply to any of us, right? We all do that. We're all like, oh, let me contribute to this person thinking that that, I mean, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes contributing to someone else is contributing to your reality. Mm -hmm. Not always, but it's like a lot of times, I mean, we, we, a lot of us thrive off of contributing to others, receiving, I, I was studying, or I, I read somewhere that what makes a person fall in love with someone else is the amount that they contribute to the other person. You mean the amount you contribute to someone makes you fall in love? Uh-huh. Not always. <laughs> not, I mean, not always, because there is like, you know, a giver and a taker. But they were talking about like what, like if a couple truly has feelings for each other and they work, the amount that you're able to contribute to that person makes you love them more. Why? Because it gives you purpose. Right. Gives you sense of satisfaction. You're like, I just satisfied somebody's reality. Oh, I love them more. I yeah. like when I read that, I was like, that's insane. I mean, but it's insane, but it's kind of true if you look at it. Because if you look at, you know, um, yeah, like someone doing something nice for you can make you love them. But if you're not reciprocating, you're like, yeah. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so like, if we go back to the conversation with the body and changing the body, we've really, most of us have only had a one way relationship with our bodies, which is us not contributing to the body, but us expecting a contribution from the body, even though we're not willing to communicate with it even though we're not willing to reciprocate with it. We're like, take, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm gonna shove you with food and I'm gonna expect you to be a certain size or shape or weight. And when you don't show up that way, I get pissed at you. It's totally. So, you know, the, the, the best way to fall in love with your body is to contribute, start contributing to it. So if you wake up every day and go, wow, body, what, and that's, it's what changed my world. I started waking up going, Hey body, what contribution can I be to you? And it was like, go for a run, take a bath, eat good food. Oh my gosh. Have that cake. Go out on a date. Like, and so it was so surprising because you would think the body would be like, give me, give me, give me. It was a two way energetic exchange. But the door to what can I contribute to you? When I first came to Access, I had all these people who had been in Access for a long time. And it kind of creeped me out because it'd be like, what can I contribute to you? And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I, I had, because I had never, I had never experienced the energy of true contribution. I grew up in a family where it was always give and take. So my mom would give me a present. So she'd be mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I brought you, I bought you brand new skis and a brand new ski outfit. And like, I mean, I had a good life growing up. My mom was amazing, but because she was a single mom, essentially, I mean, my dad was in the picture, but he was an alcoholic and not working and laid on the couch for a good part of my childhood. You know, 
my mom would give me a gift and then realize she needed help. So instead of just asking for help, she'd say, well, because I gave you this, now this is what I need from you. And so it was never the energy of contribution. It was never the energy of gift and receive. It was always the energy of, I'm going to give you this so I can take this from you. And so she'd give me skis and a new outfit and be like, I gave you this gift and I get all excited. And then two days later, 24 hours later, three days, days later, oh, because I gave you that gift, I need you to do 20 loads of laundry and babysit your, your, your uh, siblings for, for two weeks. And I'd be like, that's not a fucking gift. So it's amazing that most of us were never actually raised with the energy of contribution. And so we've, we haven't been taught or hadn't learned how to go, Hey body, what can I contribute to? Hey relationship, what can I contribute to? Hey business, what can I contribute to you? And also the reverse, Hey body, what can you contribute to me? Or what can I receive from you? Hey business, what can I receive from you? Hey class, what can I receive from you? Right. Stacy says, love this conversation. Thank you. I'm in the dining hall getting supper. So it's loud. Well, I, it's so funny. I like, I'm starting to really acknowledge how freaking psychic and aware I am. Cause like five minutes ago, I was just thinking Stacy's so happy with this conversation. <laughs> so it's, it's amazing. That's so cool. So I wonder, like on the theme of appreciation, if we started asking for contribution from everything. Contribution from the, like, how much would the body love to contribute to us if we asked? A lot. But we don't ask for contribution. <laughs> we try and figure out what to give the body to get the result we've decided we need so we can feel the energy that the body would give us instantaneously if we asked for a contribution. Not anymore. Ah, so can we do a four? to open the door to all the places in which we can begin to have a true simultaneity of gifting and receiving with the body, a true energetic, I like the energy of contribution. Yeah. So, whew, so lower barriers, say hi to all the molecules, all the cells in your body, and then say hi to all the molecules and all the cells in your being. Holy crap. And on four, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and one, two, three, four. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> what else is possible? The first time I noticed that I was hiking and I asked the earth every day, what contribution can I be to it? And it like flooded me um, with, with like great warm energy. But we wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do that with your body. Right. <laughs> but, and here's, here's why. Cause look at the point of view you have about the earth. totally different than the point of view you have about your body. Right. So you, 
the more the less points of views you have that are like judgmental or detrimental or limiting so if you're like oh my god the earth is the most amazing thing i've ever witnessed it takes care of itself it's so magical the ecosystem like like that's and you're like i'm gonna ask for a contribution or i'm gonna ask what it can contribute to me or what i can contribute to it's like because there's no fucking point of view but you go, oh, I have lots of points of views in my body. It's slow. It's sluggish. It's overweight. It's too old. It's too whatever. And then we're going to ask for a contribution from that point of view. The contribution is totally different. Right. Got it. So if you ask for contribution from your body and you don't have a point of view about your body, or you start to create a point of view that's like, I have the most amazing, sexy, talented, strong, vibrant body I've ever had. I'm so grateful. And then you're like, ooh, what contribution would you like to be to me today? Really different than I need to lose weight. I don't yep. feel good. I'm getting old. And you're like, what contribution can you be to me, to me today? It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really like, I don't think I've actually ever had this conversation in this way. It's really, it's really cool. And so if we could change the points of views we have and ask, like, and ask for a contribution from everything, imagine what that would change. Wow. And like and like you said, just now, just calling up the energy of having those points of view. Aha. Cha and asking for the contribution changes everything. Aha. Right. And I mean, I'll just tell on myself with business, right? Like I've known that, that I have the capacity to create a multi-million dollar business. And it's not like, it's not about the money for me. It's just like the energy of that is really fun. The energy of having hundreds, if not thousands of people in classes, the energy of having a best-selling book, the energy of being on Oprah, the, like all those things. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Right. But if I rewind and get really honest and go, well, what are the points of views I've been having? No one notices me. <laughs> I'm too intense. I, I mean, I'm not saying that those necessarily are true today, but they have been in my reality or no one can see me or no one can hear me, or I just need more followers or I just need a bigger email list. Like all of those are points of views that open the door or close the door right? They close the door. And so, mm -hmm. so if I wanted to change the point of view, it's like, oh my God, I have the most amazing business in the world. It contributes to me every day. I'm so freaking grateful. It affords me to live in one of the coolest places on the planet. I get to ski every day. I get to play outside every day. Right. And like, like, and then you ask for, oh, business, what contribution can I be for you today? Is there anything you'd like to contribute to me? And sometimes receiving is the contribution. I freaking love this conversation so much. Yeah, I do too. Stacy, that's a game changer. I think we should do something with this conversation. Maybe we'll put it on my podcast or something. Yeah.
I noticed too, there's, there's a, a subtle difference between the asks that are more, I'll just say they're more mental. They're not really me. And then the ones that my body really wants. Say more, what do you mean? Well, for instance, I notice I ask for more money or to create more in business, but I'm kind of like, just the energy of that, it's kind of flat, right? Um, but my body loves hiking. I mean, loves hiking. It, it like loves hiking, lights up. So the houses on these hiking trails in the city are like, you know, millions upon millions of dollars. So like the other day, I just happened to see one for like $10 million. And I said, body, do you want, do you want to live there? And all of a sudden it's like, I lit up. I'm like, okay, body, why don't we create the money to buy one of those houses? And all of a sudden it was, it was, it was something that lit up my body, which to me makes it much more likely to occur than if I just like, eh, whatever. Does that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's true. It's like, I love what you said. It's like, if we're asking for something, but it makes you flat, you'll never create it. And then, and then it's like, you're asking and you're like, that's flat. And then it doesn't show up because it's flat. And then you're like, oh my God, it's never going to happen. No, it's not that it's never going to happen. It's you have to change your point of view. You have to like, like, you know, when I first started my business, it was so easy to make six figures in a really short amount of time because it was so alive. It was never about the money. It was about the excitement of I freaking get to do this. Are you kidding me? And I get paid for it. Are you kidding me? Right. And then at some point it was like, okay, it needs to be about the money. <laughs> And whenever, whenever I've made business about money, things go flat because money isn't the exciting thing, but the it energy isn't. of, oh my God, I could live in that $10 million house body. What would that be like for your life? It's like, <gasps> and then you're like, oh, I could create the money for that. But if we don't have an excitement behind what we're asking for, we'll never actually create it. So what points of views do we need to create or use or have or choose in order to have the excitement and ask from, from that place? Right. Because if you look at people who try to change their bodies, are, there, are they ever trying to change it from excitement? <laughs> No, no, they're always trying to change it from judgment. And like one of the things that's happened to me since, since May, like, you know, I, I started dating someone and he happened to be a nutritionist. I, I mean, I asked like kind of what you were saying earlier, like I asked for, I asked back in December or January to be the fittest I've ever been in my life. Right. And then in May met someone was a nutritionist and an exercise freak. Like, like, be like, what'd you do today? He's like, I skinned up Aspen mountain, which is no joke in itself. And then I ran 10 miles up the other side of the mountain. <laughs> and I'm like, what in a day? So when, when I asked for the energy of, of to get the fittest I've ever been, there was an energy of like, I want my athlete back. I want my energy back. And, right. and my body has changed 
I'm the fittest, strongest, like things are working in a way that I've never, but it's, it was never about changing my body. It's about the excitement of every right. morning. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going up a mountain today. Like I went up the mountain today and I was like, okay, I think I'm done. <laughs> I need a break for a day. But I've been up that mountain 10 out of 12 days. Like literally skinning on skis and then skiing down, you know, close to 2000 vertical feet in an hour, which it's a lot. That's a lot. I'll just say that that's hardcore. Um, but it was, it was from the place of my body finally changed to the, the way I've always wanted it in my adult life by the excitement of an energy instead of how do I change it? How do I lose weight? So like when I was intermittent fasting the year before my body changed a lot and it was actually really cool. Cause I realized like the genius of the body and the intermittent fasting worked really well, but then I wouldn't have enough energy for all of my workouts. So then it was like the information that something I need to start asking for something different. But if we look at the energy of, I want to lose weight. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, just heavy. Right. Because there's no excitement. I mean, I worked with a shaman and he said, you cannot change an addiction by addressing the addiction. The only way you can change an addiction is by finding something more passionate than the addiction. So like, because if you try and face the addiction and change the addiction, you're just going into the past. But if you're feeding the amount of energy you put towards the addiction. Yeah. But if you find something that's more passionate than the addiction, that's how most people change. Find something they're passionate about. Right. What were you going to ask? That's why saying having more money is kind of flat. It's the excitement of having a home in the city on hiking trails that that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's never about the money, just like the mm -hmm. thing. I mean, maybe, maybe my next book title should be, it's never about the weight, right? It's about the excitement behind the passion behind. I mean, you talk to an athlete, like they have to work out. Not because they need to stay fit, but because working out fuels their entire existence. It's more passionate than anything they have. And then sometimes they get burned out. And I mean, we all get burned out on life in certain ways, if we're not constantly fueling the passion or the possibilities or, you know, the like everything else that we can add to our lives. You know, I think it was Tony Robbins or somebody talked about, um, so 
women get really passionate about wanting to get married and maybe not anymore, but there used to be a huge energy and maybe women in their twenties or thirties, they're like, I want to be married. Right. And so they spend their whole life, like, like fueling the passion to find the one. Right. And they say that, that one of the most crucial times for a woman when she gets the most depressed is right after the honeymoon, like after she's gotten married, because there is no more purpose behind what she's asking for. She got it all. And, and so with that's with women, with men, it's, it's after they've been successful and accomplished something and they retire or they, they, they get depressed because they have nothing else to, to go after. So Tony Robbins talked about his experience when he waited to be a billionaire. He became a billionaire. He bought an island, I think, or he bought property on Fiji or he's some island. And he went to retire on that island. And within three months, he's like depressed and like, what's the meaning of my life? Because he no longer had the passion. So it's really cool because I wonder what passion, inspiration, fuel, we can be points of views, we can be energizing that actually change our lives instead of what we think we need to fix. Because the truth is we don't need to fix anything. <laughs> Maybe just up here. <laughs> Maybe it's just changing, changing the perspective. Right. That makes me excited. Yeah. So it's almost like writing a new wish list. Yeah. There's not enough passion or excitement or enthusiasm behind your wish list. What's the freaking point? Well, it's like the exercise, the homework you gave us last night in don't diet, be happy. we think we want something, but really what's under, what's under that? What, you know, what do we really want? So to say, I want more money. I really don't want for money. It's, it's the specific things that I would desire that are the, the excitement and passion. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I like, so I can give an example, you know, it's cool because even you talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have, I have a totally new wish list after this conversation, right? And, and so a couple of years, no, it was actually when I first started facilitating, right? I was dead broke. Like I became a certified facilitator on a credit card and I got to Rome and had like maybe $300 to my name for the week for food. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. And when I came back home, I was like, okay, I get to, I get to do this. And so I started looking at all these like places to go travel, to facilitate, to work on bodies, to do energy. And I was at a class in my hometown and the facilitator facilitator said, would you fly down to Florida and work on bodies? And my, before I could even like cognitively think about the rationale of, I don't have the money. I can't, I don't know how my whole body was like, yes. And then I went, Ooh, 
oh crap, I don't have the money. Right. And I was like, universe, whatever it takes, I'm going because the energy of following my dreams, it was like, it was so loud. And I remember going, oh, I need to start asking for money. Well, I was like, do I? What if I start asking for the hotel to show up with ease? What if I start asking for the plane ticket to show up with ease? What if I start asking for like everything I need to just appear? And I did. And within 48 hours, I had the hotel that was paid for by points. I had my, like my mother had called, I think 24 hours later. And she's like, do you need, do you need miles? Can I give you my miles? for airplane tickets. And I was like, yes. Right. So everything literally within 48 hours, it was like, I had probably five cause I needed to do plane tickets for me and my husband. And then son was free, but like, and a rental car, like all of it. And it all was like within 48 hours, here you go, you're going to Florida. And I was like, Oh my God. Oftentimes we ask for, I want to lose weight. When the reality is we just want to be happy with our bodies. We want to feel sexy. Right. We want to feel beautiful. We want to have enough energy. A lot of times we're asking for the money, but the truth is it's not the fucking money. It's like, I want that, the $10 million house by the hiking trails. I want, you know, the experience of going to my favorite restaurant, ordering whatever I want. I want the energy of flying first class because it doesn't matter. I want the energy of being like, we don't ask for that. We're like, oh, well, when I have the money, then I'll start asking. It's like, no, start asking so that you can lose the weight, so that the money can show up. So that, but it's not about the money or the weight. It's about the passion of what you're asking for that lights up your whole body so it can show up. You know, what what just hit me too is when you just said what we really desire is to feel comfortable with our body or feel happy about our body or to and by saying i need to lose weight to do that is is actually cutting it off because it's complete conclusion you know it's funny i i was talking to somebody who was doing one of my classes and she said she was so cute she's like i'm so frustrated i haven't been losing any weight but i dropped two dress sizes and i was like wait like you got thinner and sexier and prettier but you're gonna dismiss that because when you got on the scale it was the same as before rather than acknowledging the change totally happened. I mean, that happened to me. I think I gained five pounds, but dropped two dress sizes. That's not supposed to happen. But it's about letting go of the conclusion of what we think we need to ask or we think we need in order to create the change. Totally crazy. Holy cow. Holy cow. This is probably one of the coolest conversations I've had in a long time. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So I wonder just if we can on four, open the door to receiving the synthesis, to receiving the energy, to allowing the magic to show up. And, and also to know that like we can activate the magic inside change the ask, change the point of view, change the passion so that the receiving can happen with way more ease. Right. Wow. That's so cool. So on four.
One, two, three. Holy bloom, <laughs> tools to make you grow. <laughs> That's how we titled it, right? Yep. Wow, so cool. Wow. Thank you for this Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. All right, my friends. Well, until next time, <laughs> where we have a private showing. <laughs> um, adore you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you. You're Thank so you welcome. So You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. As I mentioned before, it was taken from the monthly membership called Bloom. It's a membership designed to help you grow super affordable. And we put tools and um, conversations and ideas and inspirations in uh, a membership where you have access to an app every month with new content to inspire you to grow grow your business, grow your life, grow your relationships, grow anything and everything in your life. So enjoy my friends. And if you want to check it out, the link's in the comments. So thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to share this episode with others, please do so. And um, if, yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you liked what you heard, if you were inspired, comment, send us an email, let us know what changed for you and feel free to share it with your friends. Also make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes and inspiration so you can create what hasn't yet been created before. It takes guts to do what you're doing so if you're ready to be the rebel, follow me on Instagram at Catherine underscore Macintosh and follow the No Judgment Diet on Facebook and Instagram for the latest and greatest tips to tap into your brilliance and unleash your awareness. Genius was not created by following the rules.